0: Yes. Oh, yes. Welcome to another episode of the It's Fantasy Doofus podcast. I am your host, Christian Sedaros. I have a very, very, very special guest with me today. Go ahead and introduce
1: yourself. This is Mina B. up in the heezy. A.K.A.
0: AKA the gentleman that did what last year? Uh, What'd
1: you do? I dominated the SATs. Oh, yeah.
0: Actually, he did. He did very well.
1: You scored higher than you did in high school, didn't you? I gave away a first-round pick foolishly on <laughs> because AJ wasn't willing to make a bet, and yep. he paid the price for it. So oh, man. You're welcome, AJ. You sorry sack of crap. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right, guys. New Year, so, New Me. So, uh,
0: New Year, New Me. We're going to talk about football actually very, very briefly because we really, this is going to be the NBA edition of the It's Fantasy Doofus podcast. We are four. Days away from the start of the NBA season. Can you believe it?
1: It's like Christmas.
0: It's like Christmas. Exactly like That's why I love this guy right here. I am um, under obligation to mention that Sama beat Mark Salama in fantasy football last week. <laughs> Mark Salama was undefeated. Sama was able to slay the giant like David slaying Goliath. And so I'm supposed to shout him out. Um, so, you know, there you go. mean, to be anything you want to mention about fantasy football? I don't want to talk about my team at all.
1: Um, Not even no, no, I mean I'm kind of like you. Yeah, I'm having a rough week. Just <clears throat> Mr. F- five and One, you said huh. having a rough week. No, I'm four and two. Four and two. I lost oh, okay. the BC last week because oh, BC uh, um, stinks. Yeah, I'm just going through a rough stretch, but don't worry. It's a long season. You know, same record I as my, my beloved that. Carolina Panthers. Um, so I'm nice. just gonna, you know, keep it short and say we're gonna keep pounding.
0: Okay, all right. So let's get into the NBA. I'm let's so excited it. to talk about this. All right. Well, you want to talk about um, the Hornets first, the prospects for the upcoming season? Yeah. Let's let you let's let you discuss
1: this part, and then yeah. we'll go into our predictions for this upcoming year. All right. So everybody knows I'm a big Hornets fan.
0: Are you? I didn't know that. Okay.
1: Gigantic. Yeah. Bud City for life. We're gonna suck. Oh. Bottom line. However. Uh, here's the thing, Um, you know, everybody knows my friends like Rojas and, uh, and I got a lot of friends saying that Rojas is, is a diehard Kimba fan and he's keeps saying that the Hornets won't win more than, he's being very exaggerated, but he's saying he's dead serious that they won't win more than five games. He's pretty ridiculous. Mm Um, there's no single player in the NBA that would go from a 39 wins to 5 wins in, in a season. Yeah. I think Kimba is worth about 15 wins. We lost Kemba and we lost Jeremy Lamb. We got Terry Rozier. And we got uh, P.J. Washington as a rookie and several other young players. Mm-hmm. So I, I see us losing about 15 game drop off from last year. But I see us playing a better brand of basketball. So we won't have the talent, but I say we will play harder. We'll win somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 games. And um, I've, got, I've got a couple of guys that I think will, will get some off-season awards from the Hornets this year. Um, but we won't finish dead last. Somehow, we'll finish second or third from the bottom.
0: Here comes the cynicism. And I can feel it in the tone of your voice. Well is something about the NBA. I was just about to say, I, hope, I just hope that if you win 25 games, the NBA doesn't screw you in the draft again.
1: Well, we once so. went 7-59. and 59, <laughs> Completed the worst NBA percentage of all time in one season at a 16% win clip. And we were awarded Michael Kidd Gilchrist. <laughs> so, and Anthony Davis is now a laker and all is not right with the NBA world in my, in my opinion. Nah, it's
0: all topsy turvy.
1: You forgot to mention the biggest
0: transaction or, you know, the biggest move that came to the Hornets that should make you
1: happier more than anything else. The biggest move. Right? The biggest I mean, move. I, you're you're an NC State, guys. I don't know no, if you're no, talking no, about the Martin twenty. Dude, no,
0: forget that. I'm talking about the loss of Kaminsky. High five me oh, right yeah, now. Yeah.
1: Yes. Kaminsky's gone. You didn't even mention that. I bro. looked up his preseason stats today. Oh, yeah? He had a game where he had 18, 8, and 8. Okay. <laughs> he had 8 I, rebounds? 8 rebounds and 8 assists. No way. Yes. No way. And the guys, he's their leading scorer for Phoenix in the preseason. Oh,
0: then Phoenix is gonna get a uh, number one draft pick if he's their best player. No, he's no, good. it's
1: just preseason. Yeah. I won't take any stock into it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Frank the Zabella tank is gone, so um, it's time to uh, it's time to turn a, turn a new leaf. So mm-hmm. uh, we don't have to talk too much about the Hornets. Um, I'll talk about a couple of players. Um, I know. Uh, we're going to talk about standings. We probably won't get into the bottom of the barrel, but I've got Hornets finishing 14th in the East. Cleveland will be right behind them. I just think they're better than Cleveland. We still have a bunch of good young players. We still have six veterans who all get paid a lot of money. So I just don't see us being complete on utter garbage.
0: Yep, um, I'm I'm with you on that. And I think again, I think it's going to be a lot more fun to watch. Um, you know, I'm a big Terry Rozier guy, um, but I just. I also love Devontae Graham, as you know, and I'm really excited to see his development. So I'm going to keep an eye on that this season. Um, and I'm a, big, I'm a big PJ Washington guy as well. So, like, I. I, I, in. I was not happy in. about him, but
1: I've watched him three times ah, now. He's looking
0: good, right? We've, we've got that we've shot, got, bro.
1: We've got some good young talent. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually. This is the first time in a long time where I'm like. And once we get Batum off of this team, Mm -hmm. with Graham, Bacon, Monk, Miles, P.J. Washington, like those five, six guys, and then I don't know what's going to happen with Terry. Isn't Batum, MKG, and Zeller going to come off at the same time? No. So, well, MKG comes off this year. Zeller and Batum come off next year. But because they're expiring contracts next year, they'll also be trade bait. Alright, so next year...
0: And Marvin comes off this year. Too. So, so Mina B, you're newly engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. And um, just estimating in our head when all this stuff is going to happen. Next year is going to be the prime of your life, Mina B, right? Because you'll be, you know, getting close to wedding, or almost married, things like that. And at the same time, the three wor- like most frustrating players that this franchise has, has to, had to stick with for the last few years will be gone.
1: We'll throw another party for you, in addition to the... In addition to They'll it. be gone, but somehow we'll we'll re-sign more uh, more uh, garbage contracts. All right, don't place. be don't be
0: cynical, my friend. I mean, I, I, I've, I've
1: lived through it. There's nothing. There's they've given me no reason to to make me believe otherwise. And so. M- M- MJ, we <laughs> can't
0: even say yeah. it without laughing. All right, um, but no, there we, there's some young pieces: Devontae Graham, PJ Washington. Hopefully, Miles Bridges takes another step. I wasn't a big fan of him when he was drafted, but hopefully, he. You know, proves me wrong and takes, it, takes another step. Um, but, you know, it'll be, it'll be a rebuilding year, but, like, definitely some things to look forward to. Yeah. So That's let's get into. Dwayne Bacon. Yeah, Dwayne Bacon. Love Dwayne Bacon. Let it sizzle. Yeah. All right, what you got? So let's get into the. You want to do the individual awards, and then we'll go through the standings. Okay. And what we think is going to happen this year. And then ultimately, who's going to come out of the East and the West, and who's going to win the championship.
1: All right. Who you got for MVP? I know a lot of people think Giannis is going to repeat. I, and everybody's going to call me out for my Charlotte bias. I'm going to yeah. go with, I'm going to go with the hometown kid. Mm. I'm going go with Curry. Steph.
0: All right. I like uh, that.
1: I like that. And in, in Curry last year, when KD and Clay did not play, and it was just him and, uh, um, why his name something away, like, you know? Old, Draymond? Yeah, Shrek looking dude, mm-hmm. so... Um Draymond, if you're watching this, see that he, he likes you as a player. He just I don't like you as all a right. player. Alright, he
0: just dude, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Draymond to come on the podcast. He can
1: come on. I mean if, if anything, maybe I'll like fuel him to come on and he can talk with me. But Draymond, I don't like you.
0: Okay. Uh feel all free
1: right. to come and defend yourself anytime you want. All right,
0: well. By by him defending himself it means kicking you in the nuts. That's, That's how okay. he's gonna defend himself.
1: Well you know, he's done it before, so <laughs> okay. Stephen Adams for you. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right. Uh, now, Steph Curry averaged uh, 43 points per game and per 48 minutes. Um, he's still the best shooter. He's still the most explosive player in the NBA. Um, yeah, best you shooter, know, ever, bro. best he, shooter ever. He's now out of the shadow of <coughs> KD. Um, and so he's going to dominate. He's going to put up big, big numbers big until Klay Thompson comes back. Yeah. Then Klay Thompson's going to come back. They're going to. I got the Warriors finishing third in the West. A lot of people think they're going to go like 6th, 7th, 8th. I got them going third. They added...
0: um, D'Angelo Russell. Willie Cauley-Stein. Oh, that's a big signing. Huge signing. No one is talking about that. That is a huge Huge. signing. The guy's shot blocking, and he's such an improved player. They were missing that so much last year. Yeah.
1: It's like they got. It's like they got JaVale McGee back from a couple years ago, but even younger and more like Better energetic. Better passer, too, out of the post. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Mm-hmm. So they got him and D'Angelo uh, from from the Nets. So they didn't fall off as much as people think they did. They still won the title with Steph, Clay, and Draymond as their big three. That's true. You know, so they haven't lost their championship DNA, and they've put good talent around their big three. And Clay will rest. And Curry will carry them. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll probably be somewhere around fifth or sixth until Clay comes back. And then when Clay comes back, they're going to elevate to the third team in the West. That's how I see. And, and because of their success, that people think they won't be as good. They won't finish number one in the NBA, and that might take away from... Curry winning the MVP. That's what I was going to say.
0: Like he'd have to finish top four in the, in the West for for him
1: to be considered, right? Well, I think them finishing third will make his case strong yeah. for him. Yep. Um, I think everybody knows who the top two in the West will be. We'll talk about that. I, you know. Mine is mine
0: is weird. Okay. Mine is weird. So, so, <laughs> well, but yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: the tradition, the traditional.
0: I always have to go contrarian to what the world thinks, dude. That's yeah. just like how I'm wired. Well, that's I'm why I'm with, going
1: with Curry for MVP. Yeah,
0: but that's good. I mean, for for Golden State, they also had another signing that no one is really talking about. But like, when you see him on the full floor and he plays, he stands out from everybody else when he's healthy. And that's Alec Burks. Do you remember Alec Burks on yeah, the Utah? Utah Jazz. Yeah, he yeah. kind of fell off. And whenever they got – when they drafted um, – oh, crap. How am I forgetting his name? Spider Mitchell? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Um, He kind of fell off and got injured. And he kind of like – kind of like what happened to Avery Bradley where – when they are at the top of their game, they were really – like Alec Burks was the go-to scorer for Utah for a while, you know. Then he got injured, kind of fell out of the rotation, fell out of favor of the coach. And then now he's moving on and, like, this is a fresh start for him – He's not going to be... He's, there's going to be no pressure on him, so I'm excited to see him get some minutes, and I think he's going to make a bigger impact than people think as well. good yeah, he's a good... Um, he's, a
1: good uh, he's got good length to be, like, a, a wing player. So, right, yeah. yep. Um, yeah, so I... about Kevon Looney? Mm-hmm. That guy just flies under the radar. Mm-hmm. Because he's so, like... He's just... He's he's there He's their... Uh, their Goofy-looking, bro. Yeah, no, he's just the guy who doesn't care about scoring. He's the guy who just... He's going to... Every team he's, needs that. Yeah, he does whatever the team Every
0: needs. Every team needs that. All right, so... For me, for MVP, I got Giannis. Mm. Um, I've been saying for like for a while that like not only do I think that Giannis is going to take over the league, but as NBA fans that are upset at how soft the league has become and how how upset we've become that the league has just become like oh let's just play with our buddies back from AAU when we were twelve years old. Now that the league has become this, we need. For the NBA to grow and prosper, we need Giannis to be the face of the NBA. He doesn't want to play with anybody. He doesn't want to train with anybody in the offseason. He's just all about business and all about just dunking into everyone's faces. I don't care what you've done in your career. I don't care who you are. You're going to get it too. And we need that to be the face of the league. And I say all this, and that's why, like, I'm very biased in my pick, but I just feel like he's going to, you know, I think he's going to be the best player in the league next year. By by the end of the next year, I really do think he's going to end up being the best player in the league. Um, so why not between, Russell Westbrook? Huh?
1: Per your explanation, that's who I'm thinking of. When you, what do you mean? Russell Westbrook is that Doesn't, same DNA. Same deal,
0: yeah. Same DNA. But Russell Westbrook can... And I believe... He can black hole himself
1: a little bit. Well, I believe you probably have Houston high up on your list. I do.
0: I have him as the number one seed in, in the West, actually. Well, so... Yes. So... But we'll get we'll get into that. Um but yeah, so like just real quick, Giannis is my MVP. I think uh the okay. Bucks are gonna have the best record, so I think he'll take the MVP from that. How about your rookie of the year pick?
1: I don't know what's gonna happen with this injury, but yeah, I we mean, just found out about this, the injury this today. This is the this is the once-in-a-generation player. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Zion I I I'm a nineties guy. Right. Zion is Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp two point Mm-hmm. And for you, for you guys who have never watched Sean Kemp, the guy, if Sean Kemp was in today's NBA, he'd be an MVP candidate every year. Agreed. He, he almost took the Sonics to like four different finals because of Hakeem Olajuwon and Charles Barkley and Karl Malone, mm-hmm. he only went to one finals. And he almost beat the Bulls. They had the best record in the NBA a couple of times. Sean Kemp was a force. And Zion Williamson is him reincarnated. Mm-hmm. Now, Zion needs to work on that weight. Yeah. Because he's only going to get heavier.
0: He's got that baby weight, right? Like, he's, he's 19. That, yeah. He's
1: 19 years old. He's like 270. The dude is going to like get that. nothing, but like his body is not going to get skinnier unless mm-hmm. he completely rechanges himself. Yeah. Agreed. And he uses that girth and that mass to like dominate his competition, but he's got a knee problem. Knee problems, right? It's like multiple now, between now and back in college
0: when he blew out the shoe, where it's like, all right, weight... Just do what Tim Duncan did, right? Tim Duncan started having knee problems, and then he lost some weight and was able to elongate his career. So, we're trying to jump the gun for you, Zion. Go ahead and lose that baby weight, because it looks like baby weight to me. Like, he's got, like, a baby face to me, and, like, just lose that baby weight. You and Jokic, you know, just go do some cardio. Oh, man. Jokic, same deal, man. He's got, like, if he just trims up a little bit, he'll be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, so.
1: If he's healthy... He's hands down unanimous rookie of the year. I don't think there will be a question. If he's not healthy, I think you and I probably are in agreement. All right. I think you I have somebody try. else. Regardless, do you would think you? it's going to be Zion? Regardless?
0: No, I got jo, I got John Morant to win rookie of the year. Yeah, regardless. I think John Morant would win yeah. it
1: if Zion ends up having a, a, an injury right. prone season. Yeah,
0: yeah, that would that would be so bad for the NBA. By the way, like if he had an injury prone, we we don't need we need Zion get healthy. Okay, we need you to be fully healthy this year. But the reason why I have John Morant is is just kind of like there's nobody on that team with him really, and he's gonna have the ball in his hands so much and be asked to do so much every single night. It's kind of like that bet that I had with AJ about Trey Young, and Trey Young he ended up winning the bet because Trey Young just was forced to shoot a lot of shots, control the ball all the time. So I just feel like John Morant's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot more than Zion. Zion also has a really good team around him. And when it comes to Rookie of the Year, nobody cares. When it comes to who gets Rookie of the Year, they don't care about your record. Like, the Pelicans can make the playoffs, but I don't think that's going to help them get Rookie of the Year. Because usually, usually the Rookie of the Year is on a bad team. So he's on a team where Brandon Ingram was playing like a, at an all-star level before, before he got injured, right? He's, they got J.J. Redick. They got Josh Hart. They got Lonzo Ball. Like They got a lot of good pieces on this team to compete now. To where like it might take away from Zion's stats, even though Zion will be the focal point, it might take enough away from his stats to where Jaw ends up being the guy just because he has to do so much every night, and that's why Jaw is going to be my
1: uh, pick for rookie of the year. That's fair. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, it'll be a good comfort. It'll be. It'll be good to watch. Yep. If 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 Zion's not healthy, I find it interesting. You think he's going to win? Uh, Rookie of the year, even if Zion is yeah. healthy. Well, this, that's a big in that's this, a big prediction. In this draft, it,
0: for me, it was like you needed one of the top two picks. If you get one of the top two picks, you have a bona fide superstar for the next ten, fifteen years. Like I was very high on those two players. Like I love Zion too. So, for me, after that, it was a huge drop off. There's some good guys. Like Tyler Hero on the Heat. He looks really good to me. Um, like Carson Edwards on the Boston Celtics looks good to me too. Like. PJ Washington, I'm a fan of, as you already know. Like, there's still some good players out there, but for me, it was like guaranteed bona fide superstars if you had a top two pick. So, um, but I still think probably overall, like, Zion is going to end up being the better player and more impactful player, but Jaw is going to be unbelievable as well. So, that's my pick for rookie of the year. Um, This next one is kind of like, like, sixth man of the year. It's kind of just like a shot in the dark. But I just went, I just went simple. I went Lou Will. Like, is Lou Will going to start this year? I don't think so, right? I don't right? think so. Yeah, no. I, so I just I, went with Lou Will. Easy pick. Yeah. You know? Who do you got? You got I, any contrarian picks? No, I got Lou Will. You got Lou Will?
1: But, but yeah, I, I want to talk about a few guys that I think will will give. I think six man of the year will be competitive. Cool. I hope so. I think Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh huh. Because the Nets have a system that you you told me about. I love And the I got to <laughs> eat crow. You got to <laughs> eat crow about Trey Young. Yeah. But yes. I, I got to eat crow about the Brooklyn Nets. It's all good. Uh, bro. Their coach really put in a system. Uh, They improved a lot, and I think Spencer Dinwiddie is moving to, like, the bench. So, um, Mm -hmm. you got Dinwiddie. These are the guys I think that will qualify. You got Dinwiddie, Terrence Ross. Yeah, Um, good one. And because he's playing for the Lakers, and the Lakers will be a great team, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Because I think he's going to be coming off the bench. I think he is, but I I don't... I know he's injured right now, but uh, I think, you know, if he plays enough of the season, if he comes off the bench, just the fact that... He'll be their top bench player. Yeah, uh, he are. I mean, the guy's already super skilled. Yeah, and then I don't know. There's probably some no names out there that I'm not thinking about, but right. the, I think those are the Lou Will. Here's the thing that Lou Will might might screw him over is that he's on the same team with Montrezl Harrell, mm, and Montrezl Harrell is supposed to come off the bench too.
0: He came off the bench last year though. Yeah, and
1: they both averaged over 20 a game mm-hmm. off the bench. I don't know how you have two guys off the bench that do that. Yeah. It's insane. And now you
0: added Kawhi and Paul George, so their stats have to take a hit, right? Um, they have to.
1: Maybe, but, you know, Kawhi and Paul George aren't the type to – I mean, Paul George is a, is a volume scorer, but Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard will do whatever. Yeah, he's super know? efficient. Very yeah. efficient. Super so. efficient, yeah. yeah.
0: So that should be interesting. I like the Kuzma pick. The only reason I probably – like, if, if I knew 100% that he was going to come off the bench, I'd be like, yeah, totally be Kuzma. Like, he, they're going to have probably the only big three in the league. Well, I guess other than Golden State, they're going to have the only big three in the league because I think Kuzma is that good. I just feel like he's so good that they're going to have to, like he's going to have to start for them at some point, you know? Maybe. That's That
1: would, that would be my only thing, so. Maybe. I just, I've looked at their lineup and I don't see him starting. I see they want to, all NBA good coaches want to have a strong bench. Yeah. And they've got too many big men. Right. With the Lakers now, where, you know, and. Kuzma's just going to have to come off the bench. I just can't mm-hmm. see him starting on that yeah. team. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of a lack of talent.
0: It could just be it's just, just like a like, matchup thing. It's like, just like
1: Lou Williams yeah. and Montrez. Montrez and Lou Williams would probably start for every team in the NBA. But Doc Rivers is taking the approach that, no, I'm going to have five starters, and, I'm gonna, and then I'm going to come off the bench and, like, screw you when you bring in your bench guys. Yeah, yeah. So I think the Lakers are going to have to take that. They're probably,
0: approach. like, the only team in the league that when their starters got a lead... And they went to their bench. They got the bench better. made the league the lead lead even larger. Yeah. When you want your bench to just hold the lead, right? Exactly. So that's hold pretty crazy. Line. Yeah. All right. So cool. So that's that's some good talk on Sixth man. All right. How about defensive player of the year? Who you got for that one?
1: Uh. I mean, Go is just dominating that yep. category. I, yep. I think I think it's between him and Embiid. Yeah. Um.
0: This seems to usually go to a big man, right?
1: I think so. And I, I think the guy who, one of the guys who I have for most improved player of the year, mm-hmm. also a big man, will be a candidate, and that's Bam.
0: Yeah.
1: Bam Adebayo. Yeah. Uh, the guy blocks shots like there's no tomorrow, and he yeah. plays minutes. And he's undersized, too. Yeah. And gets up, man. Yeah. 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 But that's I, think, I think Rudy Gobert wins it. again. Okay. And just because Utah's going to be a, a
0: force. Yep. And they're going to be the slowest paced team with the least amount of possessions that is allowing the least number of points. Right. Yeah. So that's fair.
1: Their coach funnels everything Mm -hmm. to the, to the big man on defense. That's true. So just their system and everything. So
0: Rudy Gobert. So for me, I got Kawhi actually getting defensive player of the year. Okay. Just because like you have Kawhi Leonard, you have Paul George and you have Patrick Beverly and you have Montrez Harrell on the same team. Right. On paper, this should be the best defensive team in the league, right? Like, they probably... I, I could see a scenario where they wouldn't be the best defensive player of the team, but you've got, like, four guys that are just unbelievable defensive players. And so, like, if the year goes out and the Clippers end up being the overall consensus best defense in the league, you're going to have to pick one of those players. To, so that's why, like, Kawhi, I feel like Kawhi might be the reason. Because um, when it comes to defense, do they really look at stats very much? Or is it like, I don't know if I'm remembering correctly, but is it, is it more of like the team's defense and they just take the best defensive player and the best defensive team?
1: It's a mix of both. Okay. But it's the guy who, who night in, night out, um, just is the biggest defensive force to be reckoned with. Yeah. I think what you said will go against Kawhi. Because he's going to be on a team of great defenders, and all of them can. Patrick Beverly gets in people's grill. Patrick Beverly's usually going to be the one who's being put on people's, like, hottest player. Yeah. Because he's just, he's pesky.
0: Yeah.
1: Kawhi Kawhi can defend anybody. He's not not pesky as much as he is just, you just can't get past him. Yeah. You know, but Patrick Beverly's out there trying to get in your head and, Mm -hmm. like, cause you to get technicals. This and that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) we'll see. I I mean, it would be nice to see, like... A big I mean, man. He won it
1: before. Why, yeah. didn't he? I don't think. Did he? Didn't he win Defensive Player of the Year like uh, with the Spurs one year? I don't I think I be so. wrong. I don't think so.
0: I mean, every year I since up. I can remember, it's always been a big man. And, you know, we don't give enough love to the big man in the league anyway. But it just would be kind of cool to see a non big man win that award. But it He just... won it
1: in 2015 16.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. There you go.
1: All right. Um, Actually, what about... he won it two years in a row. Did he? Yeah, he Kawhi won Leonard? 14, 15 season and 15, 16 season. Holy crap! Then it was Draymond, and then the last two years have the, been Rudy. Gotcha.
0: See, Draymond was going to be the other name I mentioned. Like, do you think he gets any
1: love potentially for no, I a defense think, player I of think the I think year? Draymond's peak has passed. I think Draymond's going to continue being an impactful player in the NBA, but for like winning awards such as this one, I mm-hmm. think is, I think that that era has passed. Him, All
0: right. So. Fair enough. Alright, last pick. This one is the one that's literally the hardest to predict, right? Which like every this? year, MVP, Rookie of the Year, you can kind of get in the ballpark. This is the hardest one to me. Where it's like, you get this right and you got some balls, bro. Alright. Most improved player. Mm. I have, because this is the guy I had last year, because I just thought the guy was on, it, on track to reach a superstar level. Especially since he plays under the best, I don't care what anybody says, the best coach in sports. I don't care what the sport is. He is the best coach ever. And I'm talking about Greg Popovich. And I'm the player And the player I'm going with is Deontay Murray. He was all set for a breakout year last year. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL in the preseason. But he's back, and he's hungry, and he's ready to go. And Greg Popovich has just been rubbing his hands together. You know, just rubbing his hands together, getting ready to throw this guy out there. So, Deontay Murray,
1: most improved player. Go okay. ahead. It'll probably be a ghost. That none of us think about. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be a big homer. This is where I said I think that a Hornet gets the uh, gets the award. Okay. Everybody is pissed that Kimba is gone. What people don't know... I watch the Hornets every single night. Kimba is a volume shooter. Mm. Kimba hasn't shot above 37% since
0: 2016.
1: Mm. His... Three point percentage plummeting. The reason the guy averaged twenty five points a game last year is because he shoots like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. I love Kimba. Heart of a warrior. do you love him? I love him. <laughs> yeah. Heart of a warrior. Yeah. Plays hard. He's still undersized. Harder he did, Didn't run. defend that well. Yeah. You know, and he was not an he was not an elite passer. He wasn't a playmaker. No. He's just a scorer. Yeah. He was a less he was a poor man's Allen Iverson. Is yeah. what he was. Yeah. The guy could score, Kyrie but Irvine. he had to put in yeah. a bunch of buckets to do it. Yeah, That's why I think the most improved player will go to Terry Rogier. Oh
0: I like that. Terry Rogier. Like what do he average
1: in, in Boston? Like eight eight per game last yeah, year? Seven 10 points. Seven something yeah, per something game. Like that. Ten
0: points probably.
1: I think for his I think when he was a starter, but as a full time player, I think he mm. averaged like seven points a game last year. Yes. The guy's gonna average over twenty points a game this year. Mm. When you go from that big of a jump, it doesn't matter if you play on a bad team or a good right. team for this award. They just look at who just like really jumped up. Terry Rozier is about to be what Kimba Walker was to the Hornets. He's just going to take over that role. He's going he's to shoot 20 shots a game. Mm. And unlike Kimba...
0: Nine points last year. Nine. Yeah.
1: Unlike Kimba, he's prob, Kimba for his career averaged 5.7 assists. Terry Rozier will probably average somewhere in the neighborhood of 8 plus assists for the Hornets. He'll also average somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 22 points a game. Yeah. Just that alone, averaging 20 to 22 with 8 assists a game... You know, we're going to win 25 games, but when you just put up numbers like that, doesn't matter. it's hard to ignore. You know what? That's Is actually
0: it, a really, really good pick that I didn't think about at all. Scary. He's turn, just going to get that volume to, uh, to put up that, those kind of numbers. Scary and just to, it, just to put it in perspective, last year he averaged 9 points, 3.9 rebounds, 2.9 assists. Every... S- category here is going to at least double .9 steals and .3 block everything here is going to at least double except for maybe rebounds 3.9 rebounds is a lot for point guard Um, assists might triple it really might triple and points is probably going to at least double so that's a really really good pick man really really good pick alright cool so those are our individual picks for the upcoming NBA season I hope you guys enjoyed it and go put your bets down alright because we're about to make you guys some money but don't do that because it's ungodly
1: and whatnot. He's got coach of the year. Coach Or do you, you want to do
0: that? Or do you care? Yeah, let's do coach of the year, sure. They always give it to, to some schmuck that's never won it before. They disrespect Greg Popovich every single year after year after year after year. So yeah, they're going to give it to some schmuck. Who's going to be the schmuck?
1: I mean, it's going to go to an L.A. team. <laughs> so it's going it go is, to go to whoever it? finishes first in the West. Right. Whoever that is. So...
0: They better not give it to D'Antoni because, I i mean, I have Houston finishing first. If
1: Houston, I'll lose my mind. If Houston finished first in this year's NBA West, yeah. then yes, he will win it. That's gross. That's go, really it, gross. It'll go to the top team in the West. So, and I think that means Vogel or, or, or Rivers. Okay. That's it. Unless there's a team on the outside looking in that makes the playoffs makes surprisingly. Yep. Uh, you know, like... Um, uh, I don't know.
0: Can we put in our, our, our personal vote? Well, first of all, it's always going to be Greg Popovich because I just – He's the greatest coach of the all time. He's the greatest coach of all time. I don't care what the sport is. He's the g but, coat. Yes. But why don't we also give some love to Nate McMillan? If Indiana can get into, like a really high seat in the East, why if not some will. love for Nate McMillan, man? He's From so Raleigh. underrated, man.
1: He's from Raleigh. We from Raleigh, he from went to up. NC
0: State, but he's so underrated as a coach, man. He he, he does a good job. Yeah. He does a good so job. So let's see if we can get some Nate McMillan love out here. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, – but for me, if like if I had to, you know, I got I got the Bucks number one. He uh, – what's his face? Just won it last year, the head coach of the Bucks. Yeah. I forgot his name already.
1: Boone, Boone and Goldzer, yeah.
0: He won it last year. They're not going to give it to D'Antoni if Houston gets first. Has, has the Denver coach Malone, has he won it before? He has not. That's my pick. Man. That's my pick, bro. All right. All right. So we're getting into the standings now? Let's this do it. exciting. All right. So we're going to go through the standings, just one through eight. We're going to say who we think is going to come out of the East, who we think is going to come out of the West, who's going to win the championship, and then we're going to wrap this puppy up. All right? All right. So you want to do East Eastern Conference? Sure. All right. First seed, who you got? Let me go from eight down to one. Eight down to one. All right. Who you got at the eighth seed?
1: Uh, the eight seed right now, I've got the Raptors. Okay, cool. It's between the Raptors and the Magic. Alright. The Raptors won the NBA Finals, but they lost the best player in the NBA. Yes, they did. And they, they lost a great perimeter <clears throat> two-way player on the offensive and defensive end, Danny Green. Yes, they did. it? Just that
0: alone drops them from 1 to 8. I saw an article that was like, is Danny Green this generation's Robert Horry?" And he's getting up there. <laughs> right. Mm. Winning in San Antonio, and then now winning in Toronto, and then if the Lakers win, he's he's he, getting in, in he that range. That's, yeah. a good, that's a good. Uh, I haven't read
1: yeah. that, but that's a, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. So you got
0: Toronto at eight or Orlando, right? So let's look at the Toronto ads. They added Stanley Johnson as a free agent, Rondé Hollis Jefferson. They signed Cameron Payne, Devin Robinson, Matt Thomas, and they drafted Dewan Hernandez in the draft, and they lost Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. And they re-signed Patrick McCall.
1: That's, that's that's definitely a big, that's, that's a, definitely not enough to that's make definitely up. Not enough. um definitely not enough. So yeah. I, I I think I think with um Cian Pascal on that roster, um He's the reason why I have him much higher. Oh you have him higher. I have him much higher. I just think that when I go through the rest of the East I just don't see them being better than any of the teams above. But my they, thing, they could my thing with them. Be seventh, but right. I think the seventh team is better. My,
0: my thing with them, though, is that like
1: Toronto, no matter who
0: the team is and who the head coach is, they just win regular season games. They find ways to win regu- regular season games, and then it doesn't
1: usually well, doesn't happen in the playoffs. They built a cult. They win regular season games because for like seven years they had um, DeMar and Lowry. Yeah, you know, I mean that they were both all stars for like right. seven straight years, like, right?
0: But now Siakam to me is taking like Demar Derozan's role in terms of like being the go to scorer, right? True. So, but the East has gotten better. East has gotten better, in yeah. my
1: opinion. I know everybody always talks about the West, but the East has gotten more competitive. No, it's gotten and more. I think competitive. it'll. Yeah, I think that'll show when I go through the other teams. All right.
0: Well, um, I have Toronto higher. You'll see where you're probably gonna pass out, but you'll see where. Okay. I have Atlanta actually at the eighth seed. <laughs> <laughs> I, got them I th-
1: Just for perspective, I got them 13. You please. got them 13, right.
0: <laughs> let me tell Let let me let me show you who they've added in the offseason. Maybe I can change your mind. Okay. So Atlanta has added Alan Crabb, Evan Turner, Chandler Parsons. Don't laugh. Don't laugh about Chandler Parsons. He's not la- going to get play time. Don't laugh about Chandler Parsons. Damian Jones, that 7-footer on the Warriors last year that was supposed to be their JaVale McGee replacement. But then he, like, I think... He broke his vertebrae or something like that. And Jabari Parker. They added Jabari Parker. And they drafted DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, who's one of my favorite people in this draft, and a guy named Bruno Fernando. They lost Torian Prince, Ken Bazemore, Dwayne Deadman, Deontay Davis, Amari Spellman, Miles Plumley, and Jalen Adams. So really the two big losses were Torian Prince and Ken Bazemore. Okay. I, I just feel like John Collins and Trey Young have something really, really good okay. going with one another. I think when you add in a Jabari Parker, when you add in an Alan Crabb, and you add in an Evan Turner, and you kind of round out the roster. I think Do they still have Vince Carter, too? I think they still have Vince Carter. Do. Yeah. I think they're going to have a good enough roster to have a chance to make the playoffs. I think they're going to surprise some people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like their head coach a lot, by the I, way.
1: I got them twelfth at best in the East. Okay. But right now I've got them <coughs> the, I've got the Bulls and the Hawks at the twelve thirteen mark. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> all right, we'll see. I, and I this mean, is
0: this has nothing like they drafted the number four pick DeAndre Hunter. I don't know anything about DeAndre Hunter. I'm going to be completely honest. Sure. This is just based on I love Cam Reddish a lot. I think Trey Young and John Collins could take another step this year. I like Evan Turner. I like uh, I like Jabari Parker a lot, and I like Alan Crabb. So
1: well. I have nothing but pure hatred for Atlanta, so it's That's hard fair. for me. But like That's cool, from bro. from a non-biased perspective, I still think if I'm not talking about my hatred, I think they're at least one full year, if not two full years away You're from taking being, that step from being in the playoff mm-hmm. uh, race. Okay. I just I I, I think Trey Young is great. Yeah. Uh, I think he, you know, he's gonna have a really good career. He's he's kind of like Steph Curry was. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I know you don't see it the same. But they—they're just. They're hey man, I gotta take my lumps when I'm wrong about <laughs> something, right? Like, yeah, I just—you know—we'll see. I just—they're not good enough in my opinion. All right, right now. So
0: who got the seventh seed then? Seventh, I've got the Pistons. Okay. You got—we're well, close on that one. Then we're close. Yeah. I got pist- I got the Pistons at six. Okay. So at seven, I have Brooklyn actually. Okay. Um, I again, I I like this front office. I feel feel like Brooklyn is is like the antithesis of the New York Knicks organization. They don't make, like, big waves, right? Well, of course, they did this offseason. But I'm just saying, you don't hear about drama in the front office. You don't hear about fans getting thrown out of the stadium. You don't hear about problems with coaches and players. You don't hear any of this. They just go about their business, and they all play extremely hard. I think they're the hardest-playing team in the league. That head coach, every single time he's on the floor, looks like he's having a heart attack. Like, he just... They really they are the personification of that guy's personality. And going by this offseason, they lost the Angelo Russell It's a big loss. But they replaced him with Kyrie Irving. Now we know like Kyrie's a little bit like out there, but he's Kyrie Irving. You know? Kevin Durant's not going to play this year, so I'm not going to mention him. But DeAndre Jordan should be a good depth piece. I don't even think he might not start. It might still be Jarrett Allen. Or even if Jarrett, if Jarrett Allen comes off the bench, that's a really good big man rotation. Then you got Garrett Temple, who's just a solid you know, journeyman, backup point guard. These are the two that make me feel like they they got a good shot at the playoffs. Wilson Chandler and Torian Prince. They were able to get Torian Prince from from Atlanta. Torian Prince is going to be huge for me. He's going to be a big reason why I got, got him still making the playoffs. Um, he looks like Damari Carroll, and he's pretty much taking his job, job right? So um, I don't think they, they necessarily lost that much, and I think they got better at point guard. So... I got them at the 7th seed. I mean, they got my boy Theo Pinson. That's all I got. Theo say, Pinson, so. son. And they got your boy. No, they don't have him anymore. I was going to say they have Trevion Graham, but yeah, I think he's gone.
1: No, I don't think he's on the roster anymore. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. <clears> yeah. yeah I, well, so go yeah. ahead with Detroit. Well, uh, you, got, you got him at 7th. Detroit, I mean, just, I got him at 7th because I think there's six teams that are ahead of them. But I mean, Detroit's going to make the playoffs. Last year, they were the 8th seed think they marginally improved by one spot. They added Derrick Rose, who's having a renaissance in his career. Mm-hmm. They still have Blake Griffin. They still have. Derrick Rose um, and
0: Markeith Morris, too.
1: Yeah, and they added yeah. Markeith Morris. Mm-hmm. They still have. Uh, Tony Snell. The big man. The big man. Um, why is his name slipping my mind right now? Double-double machine, block man. Uh, Andre Drummond. Drummond, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, just they've got a good enough roster to make the playoffs. You, you know, they mentioned Blake Griffin, bro. I said him
0: first. Oh, okay. He was the first person My I said. Bet. You're not a big fan of him, right? So that's why I...
1: I truly hate Blake Griffin. <laughs> I don't mind saying the word hate about him. I know yeah. I know we have people like uh, Mr. David Malik who don't fancy that word. Uh, yeah. You know David says? He's strongly, like... Strongly dislike.
0: Yeah, you know he says? He says stuff like, uh, uh,
1: I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, I'm not as nice Passive as Passive-aggressive David. David Malik is... One Passive of the aggressive. Kindest Hardest people <laughs> that we know. David, screw you. I, I hate that him. guy. So. I don't care for him very much, you know. Yeah. I love you, David. Yes. Um, yeah. And and um, yeah. I just um
0: And they got a good coach for said, winning regulars. Yeah, Tony Stone's big. My
1: favorite NBA meme shows him. He had a 28-minute night where he had all zeros in the box. Yeah. <laughs> <store. laughs> I remember that. And one. it just yeah. says this man was he just, just said, out here. Cardio.
0: Literally just running laps
1: around the court. Right. The and they ball got, didn't even touch him. <laughs> and they got Joe Johnson. Oh, right. The, the they age, did get Joe
0: Johnson. The ageless.
1: All right, so yeah. so, so the, the Pistons will do enough. To, they got Langston Galloway. Yeah. Uh, I saw him the other night get six threes against the Hornets. Sweet. Uh, it doesn't matter preseason or not. If you can hit six threes in a game for your team. Yeah. Especially
0: since he's not known as a shooter. Yeah. So if well, he improved
1: in that area. He looks like he did because he yeah. was releasing them with confidence. Nice. Yeah.
0: Cool. So, yeah. And, again, their head coaches are very very good at getting regular season wins. Yeah. Playoffs. Dwayne Casey's not a very fa- famous for being successful in the playoffs. But regular season wins, they'll be all right. Yeah. All right. So who you got at the sixth seed then? Because I, I had Detroit there. so I got the Miami
1: Heat. Well, then. Okay. Some love for Jimmy Butler. The, love the team for I Jimmy hate most Butler. in sports. What, what y'all don't know is Jimmy. I, as much as I hate Atlanta,
0: Jimmy Buckus. as
1: much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, as much as I hate all these teams, the number one team I despise the most in all of professional sports is the Miami Heat. Yeah. I hate their fan base. Yeah. I hate their stupid head coach who's constantly successful. Yeah. I hate that LeBron went there. Yeah. I hate Dwayne Wade cuz he once kicked Ramon Sessions in the nuts during a game and nobody calls him out for it. Oh, he wow. was a dirty player and I don't care how great he was. He was oh, dirty. Dwayne Wade. I hate that city. I hate that organization. Yeah. I hope they I hope they get extinct from the NBA one day. Ugh. But I, but <laughs>
0: Tyler Hero looks really good, bro. So
1: we're talking about we're talking about, you know, uh Jimmy B. You know, they Eric Spolstra is a top three head coach in the NBA, in my opinion. Yep. Um, they have probably the most improved player in the NBA coming up this year, which is Bam Adebayo. Oh. Now that uh, Hassan Whiteside is in Portland, yeah. Uh, Adebayo is about to dominate. Um, They've got Butler, they've got Goron. they still have... Um, they lost
0: Josh Richardson, bro.
1: You love Josh Richardson. Yeah, I mean, they replaced him with Butler. Yeah. But you know, Butler... Jimmy Butler. Butler's never going to take a team to the promised land, just in on, now. bro. Don't don't be like that. He hasn't. Don't be like that, he's a bro. Good, he's a good NBA player. He's a great NBA player. He just joined a team full of All-Stars last year, and they choked in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, they so, choked, but he didn't. If you go back and look at it, they yeah, choked didn't.
1: If, if he was this coming of Messiah, and, and that they could like, take his team to the next yeah, level, but dude, he that, would. But that
0: shot that Kawhi Leonard hit in the right, right uh, corner to like in Game Seven, like what are you, you going to do about yeah. that, bro? Like that doesn't go in, then we're ta- we're having a completely different conversation.
1: That, that's a fair. That's yeah. very. That's very fair. Yeah. That's so very fair.
0: at least Jimmy got them there, right?
1: So very, well, yeah. I think Philadelphia's going to have a better year this year. Than they did last year. Yeah. I mean that's that's And I think it's because they got rid of Butler. Uh Oh, this is good. But Butler is gonna be more needed in Miami than he would have been needed in Philly.
0: Period. I'm not gonna lie to you, I completely forgot about Miami when I made my listings. Okay. And now I kind of want to replace Atlanta (laughs) with Miami. Can we do that real quick? I got right. literally brain farted on Miami and like I feel Jimmy, I love you. You like ask any of my friends, Jimmy. I talk about you all the time. I watch your YouTube channel. I saw you travel around the world this off season. I love you, so don't take it personally. <laughs> I'm gonna take out Atlanta now. Don't all judge right. me.
1: Don't judge me, guys. Well, all right, Miami will be sixth. They got Myers Leonard in place of Hassan Whiteside. They yeah. got James Johnson still. They got Dion Waiters. So, Miami at six.
0: All right, cool. At five, who you got at five?
1: Five is the Nets.
0: Nets, okay, that's we already, fair. We already talked
1: about them. Yeah, talked about them. They have a system. They got Kyrie. They got yep. Dinwiddie. Yep. Um, they've got uh, two big men. Uh, two really Taco. good big men. Uh, no, Taco went to the Celtics, actually.
0: Oh, I, see, I got the Celtics at five, and that's why I mentioned them. Cause I was oh, okay. Them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: My bad. No, no worries.
0: Yeah, so yeah, you got Brooklyn, Brooklyn at 5, you said? Brooklyn it's... 5. I think you had them at 7. I got them at 5. All right. I got Boston at 5. Um mm-hmm. they got, you know, Enos Cantor and Kemba Walker this off-season. I like their draft a lot. Um Romeo Langford and Carson Edwards look like they're going to be good players to me. I know they lost a lot. Like look at these losses, dude. They lost Kyrie Irving, Terry Rozier, Al Horford, Marcus Morris, Aaron Baines. That's a huge huge loss, but I like their head coach a lot, and uh, I think now they have had addition by subtraction, right? They had so many players that just needed the ball in their hands, and now I feel like Jason Tatum can blossom into the superstar that he was meant to be. And I think it will be enough to get them in the playoffs and get them at the five seed, but I don't have them in the top four. My top four is going to... Well, one of my top four is going to shock you.
1: It's going to shock you. Well, I had the Celtics... Um, previously, when I made this list, I had them at three, but I I, I moved them down to four. Okay, so we're uh, kind of
0: close on that one. Yeah,
1: the, the Celtics at four. They uh, uh, we're going about to really find out if Kimba Walker is as good as people think he is. Yep, I watch the guy every night. I love Kimba, huge fan. Volume shooter, but this he's is not going to be. You got to be efficient but, if you want to be on a good team. But like mean, he's never had a team like this before. Oh, that's why I said we're going to find out. Yeah, like I, I, I can't predict.
0: Should, like, listen, I don't know if he's just a great actor or what it is, but that dude, I physically by the end of games looks like he put more effort than anybody in the league. Like LeBron James would finish a game and he just kind of like walk off and he'd look like he's going to go lift later. Like he looked fine. Kemba Walker looks like he need to be carried off the court every single night because he had to do so much. It could be acting. I don't know what it is. Maybe he's just exaggerating. That, I don't know. No,
1: it was, it was that dude, I mean, he needed, played on a team oh, that didn't have much talent. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think part of a line right there. I think they will be the fourth. Okay, cool. Fourth, I got Toronto. <laughs> oh,
0: yes, I got him there. Got and you. this is, yeah. this is this is just like history with an organization. I know they lost the best player in the league and they lost Danny Green, but this is just history of the organization where it's just for whatever reason they just seem to win games and it doesn't make any sense why. They lost the best player in the league and Danny Green, they added Stanley Johnson, Rondé Hollis, Jefferson, Cameron Payne, it doesn't matter, like. It's not about who they've added and who they lost. It's just I think Pascal Siakam is an all-star caliber player. He makes the all-star game this year. Um, Kyle Lowry is weird. I I haven't figured him out yet. He's kind of useless in the playoffs, but then he kind of showed up finally last year in the playoffs. But then I heard a rumor that if they didn't give him an extension, he was going to demand a trade actually.
1: Did you are talking hear about, about that? trading him by the deadline this year. Yeah, or something They're like that. They're talking about so. suitors for him already. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: they, they might go just into rebuilding mode and build a team around Pascal.
1: I don't know if it's rebuilding. Because I think wow. it's more like, what can we get for Lowry while he's still valuable? Because I think we have a, a starting one? point guard in Fred Van Vliet.
0: Yes, you know I love me some Fred know you, Van Vliet. I know you do. So, so I, this one could be completely off, right? But mm-hmm. I'm just going based on the history of the franchise. Okay. All right, so three who you got. So instead
1: of the Celtics at three, I got the Pacers. So this is the first one we agree on? We got the Pacers. We're both super high on the Pacers this year, right? Let's look at this uh, team. Right I, I think the Pacers could even finish in second. Uh, and, good. and there's really one good. specific player that I think you and I both agree on. What's that? And I didn't, I'm just not looking at his salary. Who? 20
0: mil. Malcolm Brogdon? Yeah. No way. 20 million. Good for that guy. Second round pick? Heck
1: Yeah. He's actually the second highest paid player after Oladipo at $21 million. Heck yeah. And I wow. love me some Oladipo, bro. Well, Malcolm Brogdon was the reason Milwaukee finished first. Yeah. And he's going to be the reason Milwaukee does not finish oh, first this year. Taking shots. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Malcolm Brogdon is, could win any of those awards that we talked about in the beginning, except for MVP. Mm-hmm. If he came off the bench, he'd be the sixth man of the year. Yep. Uh, the guy's a superior defender. Yeah. He defends anybody's best player. He can shoot the three. He does everything. He's clutch as heck. Yeah. The guy's super clutch. Yep. He just makes winning plays. Yeah. I talk about that all the time. You know, sometimes I dig into stats. I know you're not much big into stats. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing I tell guys when I'm watching, like, the Hornets or the Panthers play or I'm just watching a game. You just watch guys who just make winning plays. There's yep. some guys out there that just do it. Mm -hmm. Malcolm Brogdon makes winning plays. Agreed, man. Agreed. 100%. And they got a lot of talent on that team. They got a lot of
0: talent, bro. Look at who they add in the offseason. They got, of course, Malcolm Brogdon. They they added Jeremy Lamb, who was like, what, a 15-point scorer for the Hornets last year. TJ McConnell, who I'm sure we both love. How can you not love TJ McConnell, man? Great. Great hustler coming off the bench. And TJ Warren out of NC State. Another guaranteed 15, 16 points per game. Man. Yeah, outside like,
1: of. Um, outside of um, and just
0: look who they lost, man. Like, they lost Darren Collison, who retired. They lost Tyreek Evans because he's being suspended, I think, for PED use. Bojan Bogdanovich went to the Jazz. Thaddeus Young went to the Bulls. I never cared for Thaddeus Young anyway. This guy I really like a lot, and this is actually. He's. This g- player is going to fill a little bit of the Malcolm Brogdon role. Wesley Matthews. I love Wesley Matthews. He went with the, to the Bucks. And then they lost Corey Joseph and Kylo Quinn, so they lost a lot. But I feel like
1: they got a lot better somehow, right? I did not realize that Wesley Matthews went to the Bucks. Yeah, well, I do have the Bucks at second. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, a, I just I'm a big Wesley Matthews fin- guy. I can't have them finishing first. That's fair. The That's Malcolm fair. Brogdon loss is, is significant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Milwaukee won the East last year. They got the best player in the NBA right now, or, uh, with, along with like a Kawhi Leonard, but Giannis. They got Giannis's brother. They got the Lopez twins, they got Middleton, um, they've got Depth. Frank Mason the is underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they got Ilyasova, and then they got the best three point shooting old old three point shooting man in the league in Kyle Corver. Yep. So yep, Milwaukee true. I got Milwaukee right at one and I'm
0: guessing you have him at two, and yep. you've got the Sixers at one Sixers Milwaukee at, one. at two. So we are flip flopped on that one. Yeah,
1: I and mean, the Sixers were one Kawhi Leonard. Fade away, three-point shot away from going to the uh, uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference yeah. finals. Mm-hmm. And um, that team, I mean, ben, ben Simmons has been working on his game. Uh, he's already a dominant player. Um, uh, nah, Philadelphia's roster is just sick. Tobias sick. Harris is so good. Uh, they got Trey Burke uh, for backup point guard. and sick. He's very underrated. The biggest off-season move was Al Horford. Uh, Al Horford has always been needed as a top three player on his team He's not needed to be that in Philadelphia Yep. He's going to be like the fifth or sixth best player on this team That tells you how good they are yeah. Embiid, Simmons, Tobias And he's going to do then, what you're saying He's just
0: going to make like, the game winning plays And like draw the chargers that need to be drawn And like make the good reads and passes and things like that He's not going to be asked to Well they've got two guys like that
1: Josh Richardson.
0: Yeah, yeah, Richardson
1: doesn't need the ball at the end of the game like Butler did, but Richardson is capable of hitting a game-winning shot because everybody's going to be crowding Embiid mm-hmm. at the end of games. So him, and he can guard the other team's best player as long as they're not like above six eight. Yes, you know, yeah. Correct. So so and Embiid is already a great defensive player. because yeah. he's got great lateral movement. Mm-hmm. So
0: I think the only reason I got the Bucks ahead of the Sixers is it's literally Embiid. Like I don't I don't trust his health. Or conditioning, you know, everything else I'm 100% with you on is literally just Embiid not taking his job as an NBA player serious enough in terms of like taking care of his body and eating right and all that, all that kind of stuff, eating cheeseburgers, all, all that. Kind of, like, if he tightens that stuff up, then you're probably right, and they're probably gonna get the one seat. But he's literally the only reason why I have him just dropping a little bit, okay. And as opposed to that, Giannis. Atena Kumpo literally lives in the gym and is just working on his game constantly. He's a freaking animal, man.
1: He is an animal. He is an animal. Oh, gosh. I disagree with you. Yes. Joel Embiid is on that uh, Kelvin Benjamin diet. So. <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin highlight. All right. Cool. <laughs> Shout out, I mean. All right, so um,
0: I think we, talk, we covered the East pretty well. Um, let me check how we're doing on time. We're at... We're about fifty-one minutes, dude. All right, we'll yeah. we'll try to go quickly. for the See West. you see you see how some of these get long, dude. When yeah. you get when you get into it. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll try to be quick with the West, even though the West is uh, probably like it's so loaded that like it might be difficult. But we'll we'll try to be as quick as possible. All right, who you got at eight?
1: Greg Popovich and the Spurs. Baby. Oh, second <laughs>
0: one we agree on. I got Spurs at eight-two. So again, this Nobody is literally has to in the
1: playoffs anymore. They're no. like this is the. You know he's made the playoffs 21 straight years until he proves until somebody. Yeah. Not Wait, did they Spurs make it are, last year? Yeah, the Spurs didn't they not make it last year? Hold on, I'm, I forgot now. He might have. They
0: might. That streak might have been broken last year. Let me see. Look it up. Don't judge us, guys. Standings. Yeah, they made it. Yeah, All they right, did. cool. All right, yeah. He's gonna keep that thing going, bro. He's gonna keep that thing going. Yep. They still have it. Yeah, he was, they were a seven seed. Yeah. Just got in. Yep. All right, yeah. So we got, you know, Greg Popovich. This is all Greg Popovich, man. You know? We just believe. We are Greg Popovich believers. And we know that he's, they're going to do enough to get it done. Again, I got Deontay Murray's most improved player. That's going to be a big reason why. They had a big loss, though. That worries me a little bit. Who's that? Davis Bertans. They got could, screwed. Where did he go to? He went, he went to the Wizards. So they got rid wow. of him because they had a deal in place for Marcus Morris. And then Marcus Morris reneged screwed on them. the treat yeah. deal.
1: So, like... Yeah, that actually worked, was not good. That's not cool, that. bro, yeah.
0: man. Like, Davis Bertans is a big piece for them. But they're like, well, if we're going to get Marcus Morris... But you know what? Then they got screwed. But the it's The Spurs
1: great. always have a Davis Bertans their, on their roster. That's true. I, I don't know who it is right now. I'm looking at their roster, but, like... They'll find someone. Yeah, they no. got Damari
0: Carroll. He could, you know, fill that... He can't shoot he can't shoot like Bertans but
1: well, you know they still have a mix of everything. LaMarcus Aldridge had a great season last year. He's one of those guys who never plays like well in the All-Star game cuz he's mm-hmm. not a flashy player. Bigs never but play he just, well. He just puts up 20 and 10 yep. and goes about his business. They still have an All-Star shooting guard. Yep. They got I mean, Spurs, Spurs are still a force to be reckoned with. It's just the West is so deep yep. that they're not a finals contender anymore. Yeah. All right, so you got at 7 then, my friend. 7 of, of Got a drop off for this team, but I got Portland. Me too, dude. We got yeah. two in a row, right? All right. <laughs> I got right. Portland. Portland is really good. They actually added Hassan Whiteside, but that's not which a good we thing. shouldn't. Like, should we feel good about that though? No, I don't feel good about it. But I don't feel good either. But they got Paul Gasol too. He's he's a, he's a shot blocking force, I guess. And I don't know, dude. I, mean, I just remember seeing a, a, a
0: during the playoffs or no, maybe during the end of the season when he wasn't getting consistent playing time, he kind of fell out of the rotation. I remember he got subbed in, but he was sitting on the ground because they wouldn't let him in until the next dead ball. And he was just, like, sitting on the ground. Moping? Like, man-spreading. Like, you know, guys are usually, like, tight and they got their legs together and they're, like, ready to get up and go. He's just, like, hanging out, man-spreading, like, playing with his nuts or something. And I was like, dude, this guy's
1: terrible. Man. You know like, what? He's... He's, this, he's this from Gastonia. Uh, uh, <laughs> Well, yeah. we're, well, we won't, uh, you know, you can. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> we'll move on on that one. Um, but they also added Ken Bazemore, Mario Hazonja, Anthony Tolliver, who, like, I don't know how he is still in the league, but he's good when he plays. Like, I, I haven't figured him out either. Um, they lost Al Farouk Aminu, Enos Kanter, Seth Curry, Evan Turner, Mo Harkless, who went to the Clippers, by the way, mm. Jake Lehman, and Myers Leonard. Who went to the heat in the Hassan deal? Yeah. So they lost a good bit, but I just love Dame Dollar bro.
1: You no, know, yeah, the, the core of their team. Um, Dame and, um, and uh, CJ. Mm-hmm. Just, those two guys, every single year, no matter who you put around them, mm-hmm. they get to the playoffs. Yeah. Last year, they finished third in the West. They're going to take a drop this year because yep. the West is loaded. Yep. But Portland is still uh, a playoff team. Baysmore's going to love
0: playing with them, getting up and down the floor with them. Yeah. All right. Who you got at six?
1: Six. Everybody else has this team at second or third. I've got them at six is the Utah team. No
0: freaking way, dude. Yeah. I got them at I six. I them at six two. Do you? Yeah. Alright, so far we're three for three. Oh my god, that's amazing. Uh, and I was just like doing it like right before we started like, Oh, I gotta put my team together. Yeah That's no. amazing.
1: I've got them at so far our west is, is pretty identical as yeah. opposed to our east, which is See that's really why it was off.
0: hard for me to pick for the East. Like I forgot about Miami and everything, but yeah, so Utah, um, they're going to be very boring to watch, even though I love Do- Donovan Mitchell. They got a lot of good signings this offseason, though. That's, this is probably why people are so high on them. Like They got Mike Conley, Bojan Bogdanovic, Ed Davis, Jeff Green. I'm a big Jeff Green guy. Emmanuel Mudiay and the other two guys, I, I don't even know who they are.
1: They got two centers from North Carolina, just a shout-out to the Tar Heels. Ed mm. Davis and Tony Bradley both. up. Um, Utah doesn't have I mean they got one superstar on the fringe of being a superstar that is is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got Mike Conley. So that I mean that's a huge upgrade at point guard for yeah. Rubio. Yep. Rubio was good, but Mike Conley when Mike Conley has been on good NBA teams, he's been a stud. He's so, been an absolute stud. Yeah.
0: My thing with Mike Conley I've always appreciated is that and there's only one other guy that I've seen be this good at this. A player that controls the tempo of the game, Mike Conley, is unbelievable at that. And the only other guy I can think of off the top of my head that controlled the tempo of the game better than Conley, Chauncey Billups. Right? Like when they needed to get down and run up and down, they did it. Like he just—I don't know what it is—they just have a knack for controlling the pace of the game. So that's going to come in handy because he probably tends to play a slower pace. Utah wants to play a slow, slow pace. They're gonna—he's gonna fit in like a glove. Yeah. Yeah. So. Utah at 6. Utah at 6. And so at 5, I think this is where we're going to start differ- deferring here. Probably. Hold on. Let me see what we got here on time because this this recorder stops at an hour. So we've got two minutes before we got to take a little break, guys. <laughs> okay. And then we'll re- restart it again. So, all right. So, um, Number you know what? Let's just pause right now then and then we'll start it back up fresh. Right? All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. We're going to take a little break and we'll come back for um 6 through 1. Or no, I'm sorry. 5 through 1 in the Western Conference of the NBA. Yep. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry about that. Um, We just lose track of time when we're talking about what we love. Isn't that right, B? That is right. That is right. So we got the last five for the West, and then we'll quickly just do, you know, Eastern Conference. Who's going to come out of the East? Who's going to come out of the West? Who's going to win? Who's going to get finals MVP, right? Okay. So at five, who you got?
1: Five, I've got the Denver Nuggets. Okay. They finished first in the West last year. Yeah. Um, they didn't do anything wrong <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> they didn't do anything wrong. If anything, wrong. Um, they probably even improved their roster a little bit just oh, to they make did. sure that they don't fall back.
0: Oh, they did. Um,
1: they got a huge sleeper in Bowl in the mm. draft. Yes. Um, you know, but they've got Jokic, who some people think is going to be an MVP candidate. I just can't cheer for Jokic. Son, just I, I, best I big man know. in the league, man. Best big know. man in the league. I don't know. Michael Porter Jr is about to be a That's rookie. My guy, bro. Yeah, the Hornets should Wait, have drafted him. Is he him. eligible for rookie of the year? Uh if Ben Simmons was, then he would be too. He
0: he might he might make some noise in that category too. Yeah. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, uh I just they've got a stacked team, but the, the there's four teams in the West that are just better than them. it's, right. just, it's not their fault, like it's just what it is. They also
0: added Jeremy Grant from the Thunder. Yeah. That was a good pickup too. It is. just, I yeah.
1: mean, just not enough star power to overcome the, the top fair. four in the that's West. That's fair. They, they're still a, you know, they were first in the West. It's hard to imagine going from first to fifth in one year with the same roster, an improved roster, but that's how much these other teams were improved. That's true. So. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Who I got that?
0: I got Golden State at five. Okay. So So I think that they are definitely going to be – Way up there. Like, to me, the 1 through 5 in the West are all going to be close in record. And then I think that's where the the dip is going to be 6 to 8. So I just have Golden State, like, it could be the last day of the season where they could move up to 3rd, 4th, whatever. Like, they could be anywhere in this range, but I just put them at at 5 just because, like, you know, they're going to, you know, Clay Thompson coming back late, he might take some time before he gets, like, in the game flow and everything like that. But I like your pick with Steph Curry for MVP. He's going to obliterate the world next year, or this year. So, um, yeah, but I just got him at five. D'Angelo Russell is a good pickup. He might not fit really well with what they do because he kind of needs the ball in his hands a lot. Um, but if he can learn to play off the ball and be effective in playing off the ball, then, then they'll be fine. They'll be fine. So, yeah, I got him at five. Okay. Yeah. Um, how about at four? you got at four? Let's go with year four. I got the Lakers at four. Okay. Yeah. So I got the Los Angeles Lakers at four. Um, I don't think we need to talk about everything that this team did in the offseason. They did a lot of things. Traded Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart. And they got Anthony Davis. They signed DeMarcus Cousins, but he's going to be out for the year. Signed Danny Green. Signed Avery Bradley, whom I love. I think we both love Avery Bradley. How can you not love him? Quinn Cook, which I thought was a good pickup. He just got playoff experience. That's all he's got is playoff experience. Shooter. This dude has been has won on every level, right? He won in Duke, won in, with won in the Warriors. He's been – and now he plays for the Lakers. He's had a very fortunate basketball career, right? Yeah. But uh, he seems like a nice guy, so he deserves it. Troy Daniels, I don't think he'll get playing time, but I liked that pickup because he's a, he was the one of the best shooters.
1: Three-point shooter in the NBA two years ago. Yeah. Um, Which nobody knows. Yeah, like he played for, the, played for the Hornets four years ago. Rockets was, was really uh, Lightening it up when he played. But yeah, you know, he got to shoot.
0: yeah, I mean, he probably won't even get playing time though. That's the crazy mm-hmm. part. Uh, they got Jared Dudley. I can't stand Jared Dudley. Like I don't know what it is. Something about his mannerisms or his face. <laughs> or some Like, he's got a punchable face, right? Like, when you... Th- People say I have a punchable face, me to be. I don't know. But I don't you. think I have a punchable face. But he definitely has a punchable face. Jared
1: Dudley looks like a, a shorter, fatter Tim Duncan with braids. Yeah, but, like, goofy looking when he walks around. Like, I don't know. Like, he's just
0: goofy to me. And and I just... I've never been a fan of him. And they did something very smart in this off scene. You know they did? They signed Costas Antetokounmpo, the younger brother... Or is it younger or older? I think younger brother of Giannis. Why did they do that? Why did they do that, Mina B?
1: I don't know. Uh, what are you Clearly,
0: they're mean? just trying to Milwaukee gain got, his favor. Milwaukee to got get his other brother. Though. Yeah, they did. See, they
1: got, they, they, they got see
0: Milwaukee knows what they're doing. Milwaukee knows what they're doing, bro. They yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah, they're not going to let that be the... like. They're just, dude, Lakers are doing that just to get a sit-down with Giannis <laughs> when he becomes a free agent. But anyway, so I got this team at four. Um, they would you say they have the best tandem in the league, the two two like two player tandem,
1: or would you say Kawhi and Paul George is better? If Anthony Davis stays healthy, that's the best duo in the league.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I think they're the most talented, but I think Kawhi and Paul George are gonna play better together.
1: LeBron is considered by some to be the best player of all time. Of course, people that don't know anything, people know how much I disagree with that, but. It's uh, so people that don't know anything. Mean he, to be he deserves to be in the debate. Yeah. So wait, Le- who does?
0: LeBron for be, what?
1: Just to be in the debate of what? Of best player don't of all be, time. Be please. I'm not saying he is. Yes. No, he but, doesn't deserve. But when to be people, in debate. When people, when people,
0: don't, don't, don't. You're getting soft now that you're I'm engaged. I'm not getting soft. You're getting soft now that you're engaged. I'm not huh?
1: getting soft. No, he doesn't deserve to be in the conversation. Of course, at all. I would never put him there, and yeah. I will argue it to my death that LeBron doesn't deserve that. Doesn't deserve it. But people bring up good points. I mean, he's. People People know nothing mean and played me. long enough and done a lot. He's had enough of a resume to, no, to, right. be able to, to, to be able to be in that debate because when you got guys in that debate who have way less accolades than him, it's just hard to argue that. That's it, that's all it is. But <clears throat> soft the, NBA, I think LeBron era. is a phony, yeah. Uh, who's been able to he's just played in an era that soft, yeah, and so. he,
0: he's never been able to win a championship without a super team. <laughs> or without the, the, the refs fixing a finals for him. So yeah. I, I don't want to hear any of that. Nah, no, he's not even probably top five for me, bro. Anyway.
1: Well, so, he is the, well he's the best sorry. duo in the NBA.
0: Yeah, but it's still talent-wise, it's probably still the best duo in the league. I think that Paul George and Kawhi are going to play better together, though. So they're going to be a better-looking tandem. But, yeah, Anthony Davis and LeBron are the more talented duo. But, you know, Paul George was an MVP candidate before his shoulder injury. So, like, he, people sleeping on him a little bit.
1: Actually, I think that was the second best duo. Do you? And it's not Paul George and it's not Kawhi Leonard. James Harden and Russell Westbrook? Yeah. You think that's the best duo? Because they got
0: time together where they played with one another.
1: That's the best duo in the NBA. Is it because based on. Are you saying that based both... on
0: talent or because they've played with one another before? Both. Because the reason why I have them at number one <laughs> is because they've played together before. Yeah. And but... neither of
1: them have won anything and they're going to, like,. They're both, you know, they're both triple double machines. Yes, who who can get all the calls? Uh, yeah, that's true. I, that's true. Yeah, they're I, gonna shoot so many free throws. And Anthony Davis
0: just gets injured too much. He does, and they're like weird injuries—shin and yeah. like toe and thumb and weird, weird stuff like that. Yeah, um, like he just gets banged up a lot. Well, you got the Lakers at four. four. Who you got at 4
1: Four. I've got the Rockets.
0: Okay, all you right. You got them at one. I, I got them at, at one, four. bro.
1: I'll yeah. Just, the, there's, they're stacked.
0: Look at this. Let me let me tell you a player on this team. I just want to make sure I find it. And all right, go ahead. Yeah. So so in this off season they got Russell Westbrook, Ben McLemore. I don't care about that. Tyson Chandler. That's a big that's a big get, right? Tyson not, any, not anymore. You know, Tyson think so?
1: Chandler's like forty years old now. No, yeah, not He's, on the court in the locker room, dude. Maybe, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you As know, a, but they already have. Put out they flyers. already have like Nene on that roster. They've already got a couple of guys like that. That's true. Right? That
0: is true. Yeah. yeah, that is true. But they got rid of Chris Paul. Um, they signed Anthony Bennett. Yeah, I mean, Can you believe what does that? that mean <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. But hold on, let me. Uh, his name is slipping my mind. But I'm obsess I how am I obsessed with the player and I forget forget his name. I don't name. even see Anthony
1: Bennett on this roster right now. I'm looking on their roster. Did yeah. he even make the team in the preseason? That's a good question. We'll find out in a few days, I
0: guess. (laughs) Let me find this player. Chris Clemens. That's who it is. Sorry, I clapped. Chris Clemens. Chris Clemens. He is from Raleigh. He went to Needham Broughton. He went to Campbell. I'm sorry. He went to Millbrook High School. He's from Raleigh. He is 5'9", super athletic, and can score in bunches. You know who this man is? You know who this man is? You know who he is. Chris Clemens. No. <laughs> He's going to be a poor man's Nate Robinson. Oh. Yes. You love him. Nate Robinson is back, guys. Yeah. He's back in the NBA. All right. We'll see. All right. So you got him at four. Got him at four. How's it going? How's it going? George. So uh, uh, who do you have at three? Uh, at three, Golden State.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, championship DNA. Steve yep. Kerr has... Either played in the championship or coached in the championship for uh, as long as he's been Don't in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Literally since the mid-90s, Steve Kerr yep. has been involved in the finals if he's been in the NBA. Yeah. Either as a player or a coach. That's crazy, man. Um, that's such a crazy stat. Uh, Just That's the championship DNA. He knows how to coach a championship team. And um, Steph Curry is the MVP. Uh, Draymond Green is still Draymond Green. D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell and Willie Cauley Stein are both beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <clears throat> there's no way that that team's going to fall to seventh or eighth like some people think. Yeah, uh, there's just I'm with you on that one. Just no way. Uh, Steph Curry won the MVP two years in a row for a reason. The guy, yeah, he's a beast. Is, is still a baller. Um, you know, they got you mentioned Alec Burks. Um, yep. Kevon Looney is still on that team. Yep. Um, Let's see. I'm looking here just to see if there's any other people that I that I forgot about. Marquise Chris uh, yeah, is like a pretty Marquise good Chris. up and coming power forward that most people don't really know about. He was on um, his way, and then he got traded, and kind of put him back,
0: set him back a little bit. But he needs to, to if he's professional, he'll be good, he'll be fine. Yeah, and he will be professional on that team. They won't they won't take any nonsense. No, they won't. They yeah. Won't. If Nick Young behaved with the Golden State Warriors, then then Marquis Chris can. You yeah.
1: know? And they got Glenn Robinson the third. I who, like him. Who? Uh, yeah. You know, trying to make a name for himself. His dad sure. was an all-star for many years in the yep. NBA. True, Big true. Big dogs. So. Yep. Um, I got the Clippers at
0: three, actually. Okay. Um, I I think I mean, I mean, think this team is going to win the championship, Clippers. But I still have them at three seed just because a lot of moving pieces, a lot of new guys, a lot of guys they lost. And I just think there's going to be some chemistry issues in the beginning. But by the end of the year, they're going to be scary on defense, scary on offense. They're going to be deep. They're going to be well-coached. And they're gonna be ready to rip everyone's hearts out. So I got them at three. Um, who do you have at two? At two,
1: I have the Lakers. All right,
0: that's cool. That's and cool.
1: I'm I'm torn because you know I didn't think the Lakers could could build around LeBron and Anthony Davis with as much like. They really, winning type of players like you mentioned Jared Dudley. Yeah, Jared Dudley. As much as you hate him, just makes he's he's a he he's was a impactful smart, for the Nets last year. Like he's a smart heady player. Yeah. Who, like when he's on the court, he's barely going to play
0: for yeah. the Lakers.
1: But yeah. when he's going to be on the court, you know, just when, on those nights where it's just like it's been deep into the season, he's going to come in and he's going to help them win a game mm-hmm. where you know they're just like kind of playing like blah, you know, yeah. which most nights. They have too many good players on the team. They won't play like blah. Right. You know, they, and they've got a guy. Yeah, like everyone was
0: really like, oh man, they missed out on so many free agents because they were trying to get Kawhi, or waiting for Kawhi. Dude, they really did well in free agency. I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, JaVale McGee, yep. he's already won the championship. as yep. As much of a doofus as he is. Yeah, big in, doofus. This is the doofus fantasy podcast. Yeah, doofus. JaVale McGee could be like our mascot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Just
0: change the cover art to a picture
1: of him. The fact that he's the starting center, and then... Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is the yeah. backup.
0: They might switch, though. It doesn't even I matter. I can see them switching. Like,
1: if either of them are playing for, it, like, coming... And if they're playing You're at the same them. time... You no, know, they're not they going play
0: at the same time. You never know. think so. Wow, Look, that'd be crazy. This is the type of roster that could go That's back... It's like Alonzo Mourning and Shaquille O'Neal and the Heat playing at the same time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, they could. they could... I don't want to say revolutionize basketball they could retro-nize basketball Mm -hmm. they could go back to Twin Towers if they wanted not something they will do but they could tinker around with it to create a mismatch for a two minute span during a game and really throw things for a loop and mess up the other team's rotation. Yeah, like they could do that for a few minutes. Well, then.
0: everyone's got Javale McGee starting and Dwight coming off the bench. The only reason I think that might switch is because Javale McGee, I think he's got really, really bad asthma. He can't play like extended minutes. Yeah, he 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 is a guy that comes in in spurts and he just like stands out when he comes in in those spurts. So I feel like Dwight Howard would be the steady center, and then when you need to like shake things up or my, maybe run more down the floor or whatever, you'll throw in Javale McGee for like a good five minutes. And so I think that's. Eventually, that's going to be how the rotation becomes, as long as Dwight Howard stays healthy, of course.
1: Everybody forgot. People don't realize this about Dwight Howard. I'm going to throw a stat out there for you. Go for it, bro. Dwight Howard broke Wilt Chamberlain's record for most consecutive seasons of averaging a double-double until last year. Mm. He was the first player in NBA history to go his first 13 years in the NBA to average a double-double. Nobody ever did that. Wilt was the only player, and he he surpassed it by one year. Yeah. The only reason he didn't Shaq do it last never year... never did that? No. Wow. The only reason Dwight didn't Shaq do it last year though. is because of his, like, controversial off-the-court problems right. and his butt injury. Yep. That maybe probably stemmed from his off-the-court could, problems. Well, yes. It could yeah, be. Yeah, it's, maybe. A, it's an assumption. It's funny. It's a little it funny. funny. It's it a is a little is poking fun. the fun at... at yeah. You know, well, I don't mean to say poking the fun at... <laughs> <laughs> well, then, mean it Pete. Okay. You but Dwight Howard... So, you know, uh, he's not the key. He's not the vocal player. For, he's not the. He's not even a top four player on this roster. And the fact that that that's the case, it's like who I was who I was talking about earlier. Uh, uh, Al, Al Horford. Horford. Yeah. Yeah. Dwight Howard is for the Lakers. where Al Horford is for the Sixers. Mm-hmm, he's yeah. he's just gonna go in there and be like he oh, knows crap. his role. We forgot about this guy. Yeah. We got to we got to do like defend Anthony Davis and LeBron James and Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green and Rajon Rondo and Avery Bradley yeah. and JaVel McGee and uh, oh snap. Dwight Howard, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no, that's just and Yeah. They they've got he's, gonna, you
0: know, he's, he's he knows his role and he's they're not going to ask him to do too much like the first time he was in LA where they had expectations for him. They wanted to build a statue of him, whatever. You're not going to get a statue, Dwight. So, like, he's just going to go in and do his job, you know. So, yeah, that's fair. Um At two, you said – so, you had the Lakers at two, you said?
1: Got the Lakers at two. I got
0: Denver at two. Okay. I got them dropping one spot. Okay. And this is, again, just, like, a team that is – honestly, they could have the best chemistry, like, visibly – when you watch them play, might be the most visibly pleasing team next year, just because they're going to have such good chemistry with one another. Like there's not been many changes here. They're going to add a Michael Porter Jr. You know what I mean? So, their their off-season losses have been Isaiah Thomas, Trey Lyles, and Trey Leiden. Like that's not that doesn't affect their core. It doesn't affect the rotation. It Doesn't no, affect anything. So, doesn't. so I have them winning a good number of games just because of their cohesive nature that they will have. Okay. Yeah. And then, at one you've got the, the clippers. clippers that's fair. I got Houston, and I think the only reason we differ is because i'm i'm fat- I'm putting a lot of emphasis on houston's uh, uh you know Russell Westbrook and James Harden playing together before. I think that's going to like to me these are two guys that haven't won anything apart like together or apart while all the other tandems have been successful and won championships. This is the one that hasn't, or at least one of the players. Like, Anthony Davis hasn't won, but LeBron has. Paul George hasn't won, but Kawhi has. Like, everyone has the... This is the only, like, big tandem where they haven't won anything, and right? So I feel like they're going to go into the season with incentive to get it done. And I don't think they're going to win the championship, but I think they're going to work so hard in the regular season that they'll have the best record. Okay. So. That's where I'm at with that. And uh, Clippers seems pretty easy. They're
1: going to have – They got the best player best, in the NBA. Best bench probably. Best bench. Best defense. Hungry point guard who's yep. going to pest people. Montrezl Harrell is a beast. Yep. Uh, they got they got depth. Maurice Harkles came. J. Michael Green mm-hmm. came. Um, not the team. I mean, just their, their top six players are better than any top six overall in the NBA. Yeah. When you put them as a group out there together, yep. nobody can touch that top six rotation that they have. Yep. Uh there might be teams that have a better eight to nine. That's where the Lakers I think yeah. have an advantage. They get a little yeah. bit deeper than the Clippers. But the Clippers top six players. Um Could be nasty. They got like Rodney McCruder playing, was balling in Miami last yeah. year. Yeah. Jerome Robinson's a young uh, pretty good shooting guard. Landry Shamit hit a lot of big threes as a young I player. About Shamit. Yeah. Like, no, they've Shame got... Shamit
0: was one of the best three-point shooters in the league last year. Yeah,
1: so... Um, no, I've, and they got Terrence Mann from Florida State, so... No, uh... Michael Green. Clip, Clippers... Zubats is going to be good, too. I don't think they'll take long to, 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 gel. to gel because yeah. they just have about a lot of selfless players who just want to win. Mm-hmm. But do you think Kawhi might
0: kind of, like... You know, uh, what's the term they used last year? Uh, Load management himself this year? No. You don't think so?
1: No. Okay. I mean, the guy went to the Raptors last year and quietly they became the uh, top team in the East that nobody was really thinking about. And he
0: missed like 22 games from load management.
1: No, but but him being on that team, and they weren't as talented as this Clippers team is. Right, right. And... I mean, just his presence on, like, when he did play, they yeah. they were just unbeatable. We got Paul
0: George missing probably like the first couple of weeks, three weeks, four weeks, because he's mm-hmm. repairing, recovering from shoulder surgery. Um, but Kawhi Leonard has has stood by himself as the only superstar in the team and been fine. Yeah, and this is the best
1: team he's ever had around him. Lou, Lou Williams is a beast. Yeah, I, he's a beast. He's one of the best scorers in the NBA. Yeah. Ke- Kevin Durant is the best scorer, but he's injured. Yeah. But yeah. Lou Williams
0: is he not like. He's, he's, when you he's talk about, like, the, one of my my criticisms of Julius Randle is, like, when you watch him, everything is so, like, difficult and rough and he doesn't, nothing about his game is smooth or pleasing or anything like that, right? None of it is, like, nice to watch. But Lou Williams is the complete opposite. Like, everything he does, is like there's no wasted movement. Everything is so smooth, so efficient, so, like, he is so visible. Vis- Visibly pleasing to watch play ba- the game of basketball. Yeah. It's wow, wonderful. All right. All right. So that's your standings, guys. Do you have anything else you want to add me to be before uh, we get into the playoffs?
1: Honorable mention for uh, teams that, that could make it at eight, but the yes. Spurs. Uh, we got to talk about the Pelicans, bro. Uh, well, now that he's hurt, I think the Pelicans can fight for that eight spot. Yes. And I think the Mavs can fight Mavs for that eight spot. Mavs is another one, yes. Yes. Unfortunately, they're going to have to wait another year. I don't know what they're missing, but but the Kings. The Kings have a – they have – the West is good, man. West is really good. I, I got good. the Thunder finishing dead last in the West. And yeah. the Thunder still have a lot of young talent. Like, yeah. they got Shea Gilgis-Alexander. They mm-hmm. still have Steven Adams. Like, they still have a bunch of – it's not like they're scrubs on that team. It's just the West.
0: It'll like, be interesting like, to see where Chris Paul goes. Like, I've been saying for years when he – like. Even before the Clippers, when he was on, the, on New Orleans, he should have went to the Spurs. Because already at that time, maybe, I'm not a fan of him, so maybe uh, like I was, yeah, he extended his career a lot. But I already, at that point, saw signs of, of, of decline from Tony Parker, right? So I was like, Chris Paul, freaking go here, man. Like, you will add 10 years to your career. You're going to win a championship and everything. So it would be interesting to see where he goes. I don't think so. the Spurs become an option just because I like Deontay Murray a lot. Um, they got another guy that played point guard the, last year that they like. Bryn, uh, Bryn... um Forbes? Bryn Forbes. Is that the... There was another and guy, Mills. There was another guy, though. He had, like, uh, a goatee. Oh, you're talking about Derek guy. White.
1: Yes! But Derek White's not a point guard.
0: But he played it last year because was, Deontay... Yeah, yeah, no, he would
1: bring the ball up the Right. court. I mean, yes. He would play... He would do point guard duties. But yeah. he's actually a small forward. Right,
0: right. Yeah. yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see where he goes because wherever he goes, it could change things a lot. But, Yeah. yeah.
1: I agree, Thunder will be last. Yep, Thunder will be last. Cleveland will be last. Cleveland will be last in the East, and somehow they'll get the... I don't know what it is. Cleveland, for the fourth time in the last ten years, will get the number one pick in the NBA. Not
0: the Hornets. They won't do it, dude. Why not? Because, because all the times they had the number one pick, it was, it was like... like LeBron is involved somehow, right? So like when they got Kyrie Irving... This there's this theory that when LeBron left to go to Miami, he the team, like he he was always planning on going back, and so they were gonna have high draft picks to get the best players, so that when he goes back, they have you know that talent. So now LeBron's out of the picture permanently. He I don't think they'll they'll get it. Cleveland will go back to being the the doormat of the of the NBA. I don't know. I don't
1: know. They're already stacking <laughs> come on, bro. players. Right, Lamelo
0: right. Ball to the Hornets next year. Let's let's get it done.
1: Let's get it done,
0: guys. I just vomited. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do the playoffs real quick, and then we got to get out of here and go to church, guys. So trying to get our Jesus on. So all right, so who do you got coming out of the East? Who you got coming out of the West? Uh,
1: out of the East, it's going to come down to Sixers, Bucks. Yeah. Pacers could surprise people, but yeah. it's going to be the Sixers out of the East. Okay. It's. Out of the West, who you got?
0: It's going to be the Clippers. All right. Cool. Who wins that, and who's going to be the finals MVP?
1: Clippers will win. Mm-hmm. Kawhi will get MVP. Okay. People are going to start comparing him to MJ. Yeah, disrespectful. Uh, because He'll be he's already doing... Player.
0: Um, He's gonna take LeBron's title of being the first player to win a championship on three different teams, yeah. and get Finals MVP in those
1: teams. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> um, I saw something the other day that Kawhi is one of three players in NBA history, along with Jordan, Hakeem, to uh, I forgot what what the stat was, but but Kawhi, it was just it was like a really significant stat. Mm-hmm. And it was just Kawhi, MJ, and Hakeem. Mm. You, you find it.
0: Find it. To I'll me. find it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But Ka- Kawhi, I don't know, man. It's crazy. Like he's not. It just. It's kind of like Tim Duncan was. Yeah. Tim Duncan for a decade was never the LeBron. He wasn't. You know, LeBron James was still in the NBA, mm-hmm. and Dwayne Wade was the big name, and Shaq and Kobe were still in the. NBA. But right. Tim Duncan dominated the league, mm-hmm. you know, and they won titles or they'd get to the titles, and that's mm-hmm. what. Kawhi Leonard has become. He's become yep. that non-fun guy who just like dominates. Yep. And he's not at a Sailor. position that dominates. you Yeah. Know, so. yeah. That's true. Um, Clippers. Clippers. Will beat the Sixers, and the only I, the Lakers have the more depth. But I think I just don't I don't trust LeBron. LeBron's three and nine or six. I'm sorry. Three and six three and in six his finals. Yeah. Even if he gets there, I think if the Lakers get there, they actually won't win it. I don't trust Ramron. Alright. I don't fair. trust them to finish. That's fair. I don't trust them to get to the finals
0: anyway. I also have the Clippers going to the finals. I also have Kawhi Leonard winning the finals MVP, but I have it against the Bucks.
1: Alright.
0: I got Giannis getting them there, and you know, Giannis is gonna So last year, I think I was talking with Joseph and we were talking about like the playoffs and everything like that, and I said that if the Bucks draw Toronto, it's a problem. Because if there's one guy that can figure out and limit Giannis a little bit, it's Kawhi Leonard, and so this is going to be the thing now. Is like I think Giannis is going to get to the finals, and Kawhi Leonard is going to be that guy that just gives him all the trouble in the world, and Giannis is going to have to work to overcome him somehow. I don't think it'll happen this year, but maybe the year after that. You know, so I got I got the Bucks, uh, Clippers, Kawhi, MVP, Finals, MVP, winning another championship. All right. All right. So that's it, guys. That is um, the uh, outlook of the f- forthcoming NBA season. Yeah, I know that was a lot, but we just enjoy talking about this a lot. Is there anything you want to add, Minabe? Before we shut this thing down,
1: uh, for NBA, yeah, no, I'm, for fantasy, that that's it. I don't know if there's any football uh, le- left, or I know we didn't talk much about football at all. Yeah. So I did not know if there's anything you wanted to bring up. Uh,
0: the Bears are gonna make the Panthers tied for the first in their division this week because they're gonna beat the Saints. So
1: that's I, all. I'm I saying. hope so. The Saints yeah. have a way better defense than I ever anticipated. Yeah, it's kind, annoying, right? it's kind of annoying, right? It's kind of annoying. It's not fair, man. No Kamara, no Drew Brees, uh, and. I don't know. I hope so, because the Bears just lost to the Raiders.
0: Yep. And we um, lost to Keem Hicks. He won an IR. Yeah,
1: that's not... Khalil me.
0: Mack, you're going to have to show up this game, bro. Yeah. Going to need you this game. All right, so anything else you want to add? I think I'm good. Good? All right, guys. Well, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and we will see you all very soon. And um, hopefully we'll be able to sprinkle in more NBA-related podcasts, because at the end of the day, I think I can speak for both of us when I say... We love football, but basketball has our heart, right? It does. It does. So, we're going to shut this down now. Um hope you guys have a great rest of your day and enjoy this wonderful podcast. Peace. Peace.